Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to Home Business Profits with Ray Higdon, where Ray shares tips and strategies for how to become a top earner in your company. Let's get into the episode. biggest misunderstandings if there were two lies if there were two if i really believe this is this is ray's ray's opinion here if there were two lies that the devil could get you to believe i think that they would be number one that he doesn't exist and number two that you shouldn't be prosperous That's my take. That's how we're going to start this off. I'm going to break down one of the um, one of the main mistranslations and misuses of this topic. So, how many have heard the the verse and heard people use it, where they say, "Hey, easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich person get into heaven." Right. Because that's that's we're going to be breaking down that scripture because a lot of people, they'll use that. They'll use that phrase. Well. Easier for, you know, camel get through an eye of a needle and rich person get into heaven. Okay, And so a lot of people will use that phrase, but they won't they won't even say the, the verse immediately after it. Okay. And so we're going to break, we're going to break that down. We're going to break that down because it's going to, it's going to really help you. <clears throat> All right. Because it's actually, it's way better than you. I, I'm willing to bet that the majority of people on here, even if you have figured out and cracked the code of that verse and understand I think today is going to really blow you away. And, uh, and I want to give a shout out to my man, uh, Christian. So Christian is the author of born to rule. And he's one of my Bible mentors born to rule. And he is a very, um, studied dude and a, a very powerful man. And, uh, I actually have uh, study with him here in about an hour. And, uh, and he helped me break this down. By the way, uh, anytime I, 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 use, I use verses every single day, right? You'll, you're just not going to see me do one of these and not use verses. Um, but every day I take uh, whatever verses I use and I post them in our uh, faith group, which is it's a free group. It's on Facebook. It's a prayer. It's, I, I didn't know it would be a prayer group, but it's a prayer group, which is super cool. People are asking for prayers every day and we're seeing breakthroughs every day in there, you know, praise God. And uh, so if you would like to be a part of that, uh, it's higdengroup.com forward slash faith, higdengroup.com forward slash faith. 
And, uh, and I posted a very important video in there this morning. It's not mine, but someone shared it with me and I'm like, more people need to see this. And it's around authority. It's around authority, which interestingly enough is what my buddy is one of the main topics of this book too, born, born to roll. Very, very good stuff. I think this is, it's such an important thing because just, just ask yourself who would want you to think you shouldn't be prosperous and shouldn't be influential god or the enemy doesn't the enemy want you small and shut up doesn't the enemy want you not to be influential now that doesn't mean to make money your god and all of a sudden that's what you worship because it's like people they think that that's one of the other <laughs> right you either have no money <laughs> and and there's virtue in that there's virtue there. Where, where does it say this? Okay. And, um, you know, or if you have money, you clearly worship that. That's not true. It's not true. We're looking at Mark uh, 21. We're going to start at Mark 21. Let's see where we end here. Guy comes up to Jesus and he says, uh, you know, hey, you know, I want to ensure my, you know, eternal life. And, uh, I've abided by all the commandments and, uh, you know, tell me I'm good to go. Give me the green light. Give me the thumbs up. It's basically what he says. And, and again, go read it. So Mark 21. Then Jesus beholding him, loved him and said unto him, one thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatever so thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. <laughs> okay. And he was sad at that saying and went away grieved. For he had great possessions. Okay. So what, what's he saying, right? He's like, uh, you know, he had great possessions. So, okay, now we know he's, he's wealthy. Right? He's got some money. He's got some stuff. And then Jesus told him, hey, go sell whatever you got. Give it to the poor. You'll have treasure in heaven. And it's like, ooh, treasure in heaven. That sounds really good. Hmm. Kind of would like treasure right now, too. I've worked really hard, right? <laughs> so. Hey, take whatever you got. He had great possessions. I'm just using scripture here. Mark, sorry, 1021. Sorry, I didn't I didn't say the right. It is 10. Yeah. Mark 1021. That's where I'm starting. Sorry, I didn't mention that earlier. I just said 21. Mark 1021. <laughs> Jesus says, Hey, one last thing, bro. Go take whatever you got. Go sell it, give it to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven. Take up the cross, follow me. Mark 10, 22. And he was sad at that saying. <laughs> and he went away, he went away grieved, for he had great possessions. Because it's like, dang, I got to give up all that I I got, and I gotta be, I gotta be broke. I gotta be broke the rest of my life but I'll get a reward when I die. Okay. You know, he says, no, uh -uh, I'm out of here. Now, 
We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Because watch what happens. Watch what happens. And now, now this is very important. And this is something my, my, my bro pointed out to me. And, and, and I was just studying, um, I was just studying uh, Rabbi, um, uh, shoot, now I forget his, his name. I, I forget his name now. But, um, <clears throat> and means continuance. Continuance. All right. Very good, Don. Very good, Don. Don knows this stuff. All right. And so, so he says, hey, take what you got, give it to the poor. You'll have treasure in heaven. Come follow me. And he was sad at that saying, hmm, sad face. And he went away grieved for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked around. Okay. So this is a, this is a continuation. This isn't a, all right, that's now, that's now over. Let me, let me pursue this path, right? No, you know, no, this is the same scenario. This is the same setting. They didn't change places, same. And Jesus looked around about and said, and saith unto his disciples, how hardly shall they that have riches enter the kingdom of heaven? Okay. How hardly, and, and some translations say, um, you know, that it's difficult for a rich person to enter kingdom of heaven. And the disciples were astonished at his words. <gasps> what? But Jesus answereth again and saith unto them, children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of heaven? It is easier. And here's the verse. Here's the verse that is used as um, in a perverse way. That's the word that just came to me. Mark 10, 25. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. That's the verse that people cling to. They don't look at the context. They don't look at what comes after. They just cling to that. As if this is a granting of that poverty is virtuous. Right? Be virtuous in poverty. That's not what this is saying. It is easier for a camel. Now, you can argue, there's argument on the translation of this. Because the, the side gate um, of most cities was called like Camilos or something like that. So some people say, this is, this is just a, a thought. It actually doesn't matter. But there's... There's, you know, debate on what, okay, what was the actual translation of that? Because there was a type of gate where if you were on a camel, you would have to take off all the possessions to enter, okay, to enter. But that actually doesn't matter. Whether you translate this or not, it, it actually doesn't matter. Mark 10, 25, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And so... Disciples, again, are astonished, out of measure, <laughs> saying amongst themselves, who then can be saved? And this, this is part one of what is never included. So when people wield the weapon of, you know, easier for a camel to get through it, I have a needle and a rich man enter the kingdom of heaven. When they wield that weapon, they always leave this out. Mark 10, 27, and Jesus looking upon them saith, 
With men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Now, just wait, there's more. Just wait, there's more, okay? So this is saying, yes, you can be uh, wealthy and enter the, the kingdom of God. You can be rich and enter the kingdom of God, just not by yourself, right? You can, do, you can only do that with God, which, oh, by the way, isn't that the same rule for the poor? There's no virtue in poverty. You know, see, some would take that verse. Well, if it's easier for the camel to go through eye of a needle than a rich man enter the kingdom of heaven, then I'll just be poor. I'll just be poor. Doesn't say that. It doesn't say, but if you poor, you're good to go. No, it doesn't say that. Mark 10, 27, Jesus looking upon them saith, with men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God, all things are possible. Now wait for this, wait for this. Then Peter began to say unto him, hey, we, you know, we have left all and we've, we've you know, followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or brethren or sister or father or mother or wife or children or lands, lands, assets, investments, money, right? Or lands for my sake and the gospels. You ready for this? This is this is an atomic. Just, I mean, this is just an atomic bomb here. You ready for this? Let me start. Let me start this part over. Jesus answered, Mark ten twenty nine. Jesus answered and said, "Verily I say unto you, there is no man that have has hath left house or house, right, real estate, right, um, or or traveled, or brethren, or sister, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake and the gospels." But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time. Now, that's not talking about treasure in heaven. That's saying now in this time. Let's say this again. Jesus answered, said, verily, I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or brethren or sister or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the world come to eternal life. He's saying, if that, if the, uh, if the you know wealthy guy, right, the wealthy dude that came up to him and said, "Hey, man, I want eternal life," had he, because Jesus knew his heart, like Don said, Jesus knew his heart, knew that he had priority into riches, said, "Hey, go give away that stuff." He would have received a hundredfold. This is all about putting God first. So first of all, was that was that powerful? In this time, hundredfold in this time. Drop a drop a three if it was powerful. If that was powerful, and then we'll keep going. See, now every person that sees this video, you're now weaponized. You're not weaponized against people wielding that as a mistranslated 
uh, weapon against you. Well, easier, easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. Pow! Stop wanting any money. Pow! Having money, not having money, your shot is through God. It's not, that isn't the, that isn't the test. And so when you wake up in the morning, what are your first thoughts? Are your first thoughts about your financial issues? Are your first thought about how you need to make some money? If it, if it is, who are you putting first? What are you putting first? I, I do not, I do not, I do not read any email. And this, this is, you know, just, I'm just, I'm just sharing with you my journey. Listen, I, I screw up all the time. I ask for forgiveness minimum twice a day. <laughs> so I, I'm not, I'm not projecting that I'm, I'm perfect, holier than anybody. Okay. I ask for forgiveness twice a day, minimum, sometimes three, sometimes three times. I'll give you an example. So today uh, I, I went to 7-Eleven after the gym and, and I get these uh, coffee things that I like and they have them on sale there. So I, I like getting them there. And so I get, I get my, you know, my four coffee things and I bring it up to the counter and I see roses and I know Sabrina has been so good right? She's been so good. And so I see the flowers. I grab little yellow rose, put it on the counter and he rings it up, beep, boop, beep. And it should have been 15 bucks roughly for those, you know, five things. And he rings it up, beep, boop, beep. It's $8 and 50 cents. And there's a big long line. And this one guy is managing two cash, cash registers. And so I'm like, do I, do I say something? Like, do I say, Hey, this is the wrong thing. And he's like super busy. He also has, he had like a back, some kind of either uh, maybe a deformity or back issue or something like, like he's got a lot going on, big, long line. I know that this is less than I should be paying. And if, if it was just me and him, I would have been, hey, man, you know, I pay. Hey, I appreciate it. But, you know, the price is wrong. But I'm just like, I'm weighing the line. He's busy. Two registers. And I, and I, I just pay for it. And so I get in my car and I'm like. God, I don't know if I was supposed to do something different there. I don't know if I was supposed to do something different there. So please forgive me if I was supposed to do something different there. I was trying to be considerate of his time. And, uh, you know, so please forgive me if I was supposed to do something different there. And I was called to pray for him. And so I spent the next 10 minutes praying for him. And, and I got the inclination that there may be spirits involved. So I, I did some praying in the tongues. Um, and, and so I, I sat there 10 minutes and just prayed for him. And I, and I drove home, prayed for him the whole time. Right. And, um, and so I still don't know if I did the right thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But I'm, t I'm telling you, 
uh, every day I ask for forgiveness multiple times a day. And so, um, but here's what I here's where I was going. Okay. Cause I, I don't want to come across as I'm holier than thou or, or whatever, but every day before I, before I check email, before I check text messages, before I check, uh, social media, before I go to the gym, before I leave the house, before I look at my computer, before I think about, uh, you know, a problem. And, and I'd like to, I'm pretty disciplined in that. I think I'm pretty good at that. Okay. And before I do anything, I do my prayers, right? Which I shared with you, I think yesterday, right? I share with you what morning, you know, prayers, you know, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I do. So Michael, I didn't give him the full amount. I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't know the full amount and I didn't have, I don't think I had much cash on me. So I did not give him the full amount. I chose that, you know what, he's busy. And I got out there, asked for forgiveness and I prayed for him. So just so you know, so maybe I'm an absolute thief and hopefully God will, will forgive me. That's what, that's my hopes. And so what's your priority? What's your priority when you wake up? What's the first thing you think about? Is it financial problems? Then whether you're wealthy or not, that's your God. And I, I decided now that I, I, I went through the 31 Proverbs, so I did one a day, I decided, I'm like, do I go back through them? And, I'm, and instead, I'm going through Psalms. And, um, and I was reading, what was I reading today? I just thought it was so good, man. That was so good. Yeah, Psalm 3. Go, I won't read it to you. Go read Psalm 3. Go, go read Psalm 3. I think y'all... Uh, I think you'll like it. And so now you know, now you know, now you know that this nonsense that you're not, you're, you know, if you got money, you ain't going to heaven. It is not accurate. Whether you got money or you don't have money, you ain't, you're not going to heaven except through God. Doesn't, you know, that, that isn't the litmus test. And so feel free to share this because when I work with teams I work with a lot of sales teams, you know, network marketing, obviously, real estate, insurance. Um, you know, those are probably the primaries there. And when I work with teams, there are always people in the teams that have this subconscious thing that them making more money is a bad thing, that them becoming wealthier is a bad thing. And, and it's from a misuse of of some of the verses, a misuse of some of the scriptures, a mistranslation by man. Okay. And so I always, every single time, I don't think I've ever worked with a team where there wasn't at least one person that thought them making more money was a bad thing. Them making more money was a negative thing. And you need to understand that there's virtue in making money. You are providing solutions. Think about this. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you literally have to think about other people or else you're not going to make it. Because why would someone pay you for something that doesn't help them? And, and if you go out there and you make more money and you're someone that um, loves to make an impact, well, with more money, you can do more. 
you can give more. You can, you can travel to that area, go pray for people. You can travel to this area and, and go help people. And so now you're weaponized. How will you use it? How will you use it? And so I appreciate you so very much. I'll take uh, what I shared today. I'll post it in the faith group. If you're not in there yet and you'd like to be in, it's a free group, higdengroup.com forward slash faith. I appreciate you so very much. You may know people on, maybe you're in a sales team. And if you're in a sales team and you have people that you just can tell they have this, this, you know, uh, reluctance for them to become more successful or make more money, this may be the key that unlocks that. Thank you for listening to Home Business Profits with Ray Higdon. And be sure to head over to rayhigdon.com forward slash profits to download your free audio where Ray shares his 29 sources of network marketing leads. Tune in next time for more tips and strategies on how to become a top earner in your company. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.